Hey, thanks for joining me today. You're listening to The Sit Down with Roman Gray. All right, let's dive right into this. Toxic masculinity, unfortunately, is very much a real thing that exists. For those of you who don't know exactly what I'm talking about, toxic masculinity is essentially overly aggressive and unnecessary qualities in men that are unhealthy or socially destructive. We're talking qualities like being violent, showing lack of emotion, sexual aggression, and more. Men tend to even get taunted by others for not expressing some or all of these qualities and are somehow not a real man, whatever the hell that means. Beliefs that encompass toxic masculinity are that real men must be strong and never show emotion because that's a sign of weakness. Or how about if a man has interest in things that are considered feminine must mean there's something wrong with him or he has to fear that it will be used against him as a way to emasculate him. It's such a very narrow-minded description and expression of manhood. The fact that this way of being is somehow still perpetuated in certain pockets of society is frightening. All this just leaves men with beyond fragile egos. Men have to hold other men accountable for any deplorable attitudes and misogynistic behavior. You can't claim to be a real friend if you don't call out other men on their BS, even if it means losing them or a potential confrontation. I'll explore this further in two parts. In this first part, I'll discuss my experience of having to deal with such attitudes and behavior that coincide with toxic masculinity. So many boys who claim to be men are stuck in such an unhealthy state of what it means to be, in quotations, a real man. These uncomfortable and false ideas that have been passed down to us is unfortunate. And a lot of us boys, or men, don't realize it, or don't care to change anything about it, until way later in life. This idea of what a real man is, or is supposed to be, is absolute bullshit. I used to be taunted every now and then for being too emotional. You'd hear a lot of, man up, or stop acting like little girl. Excuse me? I'm a human being. I am entitled to my emotions. It's sickening that crying or anything else that is not bravado is viewed as a sign of weakness rather than just a human thing. So many boys also rely on their sexuality as a means of their manlyhood. They have to be the dominant and aggressive one. Show who's the one in charge. Like what you say is law just because of your gender. That's not at all how life works. And that is absolutely no way to have a healthy relationship or treat someone. Homophobia is also very much real. My father was very homophobic, as I'm sure a lot of guys out there can relate. The minute you do or say something that doesn't register as intensely masculine, you'd be met with such derogatory words and actions. Made to feel scared or embarrassed, and like you had to be this version, you had to fit this idea of what a man is. Men are so uncomfortable exploring their sexuality or feel so unnerved when they are close with another man or even a gay man 
because they are so worried about being associated with anything other than their own heterosexuality. To any guys listening, if you're comfortable and certain in your sexuality, then you have no reason to be homophobic. No reason whatsoever. Just because a man is gay does not make him less of a man. If you're a gay man, it does not mean you're a failure of a real man. Now, in this second part, I'll be addressing femininity in men. We have both masculine and feminine sides. We all do, men and women. Nobody should feel like they can't or shouldn't express both sides of themselves. When I say femininity in men, it relates to things like emotional sensitivity, a nurturing presence, and more. False ideas like getting manicures or pedicures as too feminine continue to float throughout our society. Newsflash, it's not. It's just called taking care of yourself. When I think about it, what is so beautiful in men is something feminine, and something so beautiful in women is something masculine. It's such an amazing thing to see a softness and lightness in men, just as it is to see a strong, dominant, and powerful side in women. We are not weak because we are not overly masculine. We need both sides of ourselves, both sides of our sexuality, to help us maintain balance within ourselves. Where would we be without things like compassion and empathy? That wouldn't be a place I want to live in, that's for sure. What I'm saying in the end, I guess, is embrace everything about you. Take pride in both the feminine and masculine side of yourself. It exists for a reason. Take pride in not being some hypersensitive man when it comes to gender boundaries. Just don't expect to be rewarded for something that is a necessary and healthy perspective. We're all trying to fight for peace and equality in the world right now, but also within ourselves behind closed doors. If you're still listening, today's episode was a topic I debated exploring. I wasn't sure if people actually wanted to hear something like this right now, but I figured I'd give myself the permission to discuss it. I have yet to hear a man actually talk about this and dive into it, so I figured why wait? I hope this didn't upset too many people out there. It's bound to probably offend a couple people. <laughs> oh well, can't please everybody. Now, obviously, my word isn't law. However, I do want to clarify that I'm not setting limits on what is feminine and what is masculine. I'm addressing it in the way we view and discuss it here in American society. I feel like I need to share where I stand on this which is I do not agree with what we label or describe as masculine and feminine, but rather just simply human things we all share, regardless of gender and background. And one last thing. We live in very weird times right now, and I hope everyone is doing all right. Stay well and keep the peace.